Johnson gets the ball. They've got it all wrong. Lane with it. No one's going to get the shot. And the Titans win again. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Thursday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and comics lounge. MG, we say welcome back from the ball. You're back in one piece. Uh, day one would have been hard to uh, hard to top, but uh, how was the carnival? Yeah, overall, it's great three days. Not going to lie. Um, if it's not one of the best uh, one of the best sporting events you can go to in Australia, and if you haven't tried it, definitely get down to the ball. Uh, the crowds were enormous. Uh, it, uh, I think a record crowd on the Tuesday. Ob uh, must have told too many people. And uh, yeah, the uh, the convoy of cars going down to. Uh, to uh, see uh, a few good horses win, and the Little Birdie Office had a very successful day on day one. Absolutely, and uh, not sure if you've read any of the feedback about last week's show, best show ever, in some of the comments. <laughs> uh, but anyway, as we say, welcome to uh, Top Rope. We had it well under control last week, didn't we? We did have it well under control last week. There was uh, some positive feedback, which will no doubt suit your sensibilities as well, because uh, south of the border don't seem to take the booing or criticism all that well. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, he's into it already. Into it already. <laughs> so we might start on that. Actually, uh, crowd behaviour, uh, booing Buddy Franklin's uh, champions have been booed for ever and a day. Uh, I just hope it's nothing, uh, nothing any more, uh, anything more sinister than that. Uh, MG, it's not. It's uh, typical AFL headlines for mine. The media uh, clipping up the action. We've obviously got nothing better to talk about for the week, and if that's the best they can come up with, with. Uh, People who uh, support the game have got short memories, both uh, the AFL and the media, and also the clubs, in my opinion. They put their hand out for two years of COVID and the fans got around them, basically kept the AFL afloat, the clubs definitely afloat, and then they want to turn around when people who pay good money to go and watch their team play uh, can't even uh, boo the opposition. Um, I'll put it back but on. W- w- why, why were they booing him? Hey, does it matter? Does it, it does, matter? It does to him. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. That didn't affect the big. You, you think the big. The but, but if, if if he if he thinks it's racist booing, it's racist booing. It's racist booing. Yep. I'd love I'd love to know the measure of how people come up in their own minds as booing someone well, as why, being a form of racism. Why, why would they be booing him? It, it doesn't matter. Wearing the opposition jersey. They're the opposition jersey. But, but, but how many times? But, but why him? You go why, to the football. You why, go to the football. Why, why don't they boo every the best player? player. One hundred percent. He's absolutely destroyed Collingwood over the time. So that's all it is. So haven't, it's not, so haven't it's, seen him play against Collingwood for what a decade, and they go out and boo him for an afternoon. He didn't hear it anyway. He's not upset by it. It's other people in if, the media that's making a big issue of this. If it's if it's only if it's because he's, if it's because he's the best player and it's got nothing to do with racism, that's fine. But I don't think it does. I think Collingwood fans have got a history of it, and I don't think. Uh, I don't think Eddie Maguire coming out and saying and, and trying to defend the meat is the, the yeah. right the right way to oh, go come about it. On. I mean, this is it's unbelievable. You you go to the AFL every week, OB, and you don't you don't hear booing at, at every game from a supporter at some stage during a game is absolutely ridiculous. You're hearing it, you hey, hear it, but not that on. loud to an indigenous superstar of the game. That's that's what oh, I think the issue. I can't I haven't seen this bunny thing. I watch the AFL, I don't care about the AFL. Well, I'll tell you this. You do watch it. Yeah. I do well, I actually don't. I used to eat products. Um, but you you are entitled to go and boo an obstruct. It's a cloak it, but I've been wrong. I am at the forefront of I, I, I slammed Manly for their their their, their behaviours last year. It is ridiculous. Latrell Mitchell gets booed because he's the best player in the game. Latrell Mitchell laps it up. He he thrives off the booing. It's not because he's black. They're not, they're not, they're not booing less talented black 
black players. They boo all the talented players. Paul Gallon copped just as big a boo. You go to a sporting event, booing is part of the event. That is part of going to a sporting event. And you can, like, I, I, you know, I, I, if there's if there's racist comments or there's racist things, of course those people should be thrown out. Of course those people should be held to account. But to, to label all booing racist, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah, and I, I agree with it that. Yeah. Well, Top Rope, already this year we've had um, Horn Francis, uh, you know, swaps clubs, gets booed. Ginevan from Collingwood, uh, you know, he plays up to it, gets booed. That, uh, for different reasons, maybe. But in all honesty, if you think either Buddy Franklin has lost sleep over what happened on the weekend, cares about it, and the big roost has been strutting around for a decade and a half. You think opposition fans booing him is going to keep him awake at night? Yeah, I, I, just, don't, I, don't, I just don't think it's for us to, say, to tell him how he's feeling. It's a bit like the Adam Goods thing. Adam Goods thought it was racist booing? 100%. So why do the media get out on all platforms and, and give their opinion on it? Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't agree with that. I, I think the media's gone too far. But if, it's, if Adam Goods thought it was, thought it was, Adam Goods thought it was racist, so it was. I, we, we can't tell Buddy it's not racist, but all did champions Buddy, did get Did Buddy booed. say it was racist? No, no he, he hasn't. Didn't. No, he hasn't come out yet. No, no. he didn't. And, and, and I, I don't think he will. And he won't because he's played up to the crowd forever, top rope. So, you know, he's a champion of the game. No one's disputing that. And people who are trying to link that, you know, are, are out of touch, I think. They're trying to make a story out of no, out of nothing. Well, uh, we'll get back to on-field action. Magic round in the NRL, always a huge success. Uh, if you play three games on one day, you should get a good crowd, and they have. Uh, so, um, yeah, they uh, another good round uh, up there at Suncorp Stadium. Top rope. Yeah, and managed to pull off a round without uh, the sanctimony and uh, uh, and garbage that we sort of gather around. So it was wonderful stuff. Uh, Matt, there was plenty of good action. Uh, doesn't watch a- he doesn't watch AFL, though. <laughs> I don't, but I like reading the negative stories that Scoot sends me. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that every day of the week. That's my sport. I've seen um, your chats, yes. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't quite lure you with that at the moment, MJ. You're starting to show the discipline of an OB. Just the front foot defensive shot. Uh, no, good week, Magic Round. It was, um, yeah, all this talk about leaving Brisbane is utterly ridiculous. Brisbane have done a wonderful job with it. It attracts big crowds every day. It attracts fans from across yeah, across the country. It's kind of a real event. Um, and you know, we saw some we saw some some good footing, we saw some rubbish footing, we saw some good weather, we saw some ordinary weather. So uh big success for the NRL and uh the end of the year. Hopefully we'll uh, continue to say that. Uh it it's, it's always a fantastic round. And I think the good thing and the good thing about Gather Round as well, fans get behind it, media get behind it, the competition gets in gets behind it. So if it can't work, it's never going to. So no, that um, always a favourite on the calendar. And uh, a few um, few comments from uh, from St George Illawarra player to just have, taking a swipe at his own fans. He's um, he's going well. Uh well, Jack Bird, not re- yeah, in a, in, a, in a sport not renowned for uh, having uh, some of the world's yeah most astute thinkers. He sits at the bottom <laughs> of the barrel with uh, the way he's gone about not only this week but uh, his general career, but. Uh, the guy who misses a lot of tackles, the guy who gives away a lot of dumb penalties, goes and claims that uh, fans don't know anything about footy. Well, game is built on fans. Not only that, but the, the, the argument that you, you you can't know anything about football unless you've played it is one of the arguments that drives me utterly insane. Utterly insane. You could know just as much about footy that haven't played it and, and can understand what's like, oh, yeah, I would actually be nice if some footballers actually understood what 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 worked in game and what didn't. And that's why we're because I was seeing that yeah the rise in most other sports not quite in rugby league get less advanced analytics push that but it's quite telling players where they should be and what they should do. So yeah, stupid comment from Jack Bird. Uh he's off contract soon, he'll do one final 
And our Anthony Griffin still uh, lives to fight another day. Uh, just uh, but they brought Jason Riles in for an informal interview, and they've got a board <laughs> meeting next Tuesday. So uh, Ben Hunt's three hundred. He's always been pretty close to Ben Hunt, so yes, he's got the gig this week. But if he doesn't, uh, if he survives next week, he'll be doing well. The first one down, top rope. He's uh, oh, he's yeah. sharpening the knives. He's sharpening them up. Have a look at him. I've never oh. seen someone so excited. As we look at the scores for AFL Round Eight. Uh, MG, I think you were uh, slowly coming back to realisation after your big carnival at the Bull. Uh, anything sort of catch your eye there, mate? I didn't miss a beat. Watched all, watched all the games, caught up on all the replays just uh, last night, so I'm ready to go for round nine. Yeah, round eight was um, yeah dominated by favourites. It was uh, eight out of nine favourites. Uh, one for the round, so yeah, punters have actually um, getting a hold of the bookies the last couple of weeks now, and it should have been nine out of nine favourites. The top game there, we... Uh, we were real keen on Brisbane. I'm not sure how Carlton started favourites. Well, I know why Carlton started favourites because the modellers this year have got uh, Carlton rating far higher um, than they're producing and the market's reflecting that. But, yeah, on, on a level playing field, Brisbane should have started favourites, won that game. Um, they were in control most of the night. Carlton continued to disappoint and hopefully they uh, also do this week, OB, because I'm uh, pretty keen on the Bulldogs this mm. week getting the job done a little tidbit later. But, uh, yeah, the rest of these games um, – West Coast is non-competitive again, unfortunately. For they're all okay for two and a half quarters. They're okay. They're yeah. just running out of legs because they've got no they've got no talent out there. Unfortunately, still got done by forty six points. Yeah, it's just it's um, a worry. yeah, it's a, it's a worry for both. Obviously, yeah. West Coast and the AFL. Unfortunately, at the moment with Richmond, I think they were fifteenth on the ladder, getting the job done there. Uh, Geelong, Adelaide, good game there. Um, I thought Adelaide were very credible going down to the Cattery, hard place to win with Geelong's dominant record. And they're uh, right, the Crows. Yeah, they're, they're going okay. Mm. The Crows. Um, Geelong uh, back on track. Sure. Uh, very soundly now, won plenty in a row now. Uh, Melbourne, Gold Coast. Um, good game, that. Yeah, good Gold, game. <laughs> yes. Gold Coast had their chances late um, to maybe pinch it as well, but uh, Melbourne getting away with uh, the W up there. Um, pretty competitive game. This one, the Bulldogs and the Giants. Giants keep coming. Um, mm. They haven't won many games this year, but they've. Uh, I think their biggest loss has only been 21 points, so they've been uh, in, in every contest. Um yeah, but the Bulldogs are back. They're, they're uh, running well at the moment. Frio finally getting the win they needed to against disappointing Hawthorne, uh, a bit of a smashing Hawthorne uh, legless at the moment. Yeah. Um, they've got some real issues, unfortunately. Uh, Port Adelaide Essendon, another close game there. Essendon, very competitive. I didn't think they would be, unfortunately, for uh, for myself and uh, the few followers that we have. Uh, betting that game, we were on the minus seven, close 14, and unfortunately... Uh, Essendon did a bit of damage late and actually mm. had a shot. Uh, their ruckman from forty-seven minute meters couldn't uh, couldn't make a scoreboard. So yeah, five-point win there to Port and pretty ordinary game. Collingwood uh, been become very dour the last month in their games. Ob they were uh, very up and down early, um, but yeah, they got the job done over Sydney, who are uh, in a fair rut at the moment. They've lost five out of the last six, and then the worst game of the uh, week they couldn't hide at the AFLs and killed a Kangaroos at the Dome. Ross, the boss, he just shuts down all games. It was a terrible game to watch. Neither team could kick straight as the goal kicking continues to be horrendous. Wins a win for the Saners and they are ticking along. Big test against the Crows this week, but I uh, I think they'll go okay. As we have a look at the stats for round eight, uh, eight out of nine favourites, as MG said, at 89%. They uh, covered the uh, covered the line three, only three of nine. The over total four of nine, so a little bit low scoring this week, a little bit dour. And the home team five of nine. As we look at the season stats, Still dominated by the favourites, 47 out of 72 at 65%, uh, 44% for covering the totals. The overs are at 56% and the home team, 36 out of 65. So 
favorites definitely dominating that market. As we look at the NRL scores for round 10, top rope, uh, the great magic round, anything really jump uh, jump off the page at you? Yeah, I opened up with the Raiders' Bulldogs, and I was sure the Raiders for the second week in a row conceded 30 points and one, but the Dogs 34-30. Uh, Broncos, Cooper's Seagulls to the sword, 32-6. Panthers, pretty honest, Warriors, over the Warriors, 18-6. Huge upset, so kicked off with the Dolphins smashing the Fins Sharks. Up. Uh, Fins up, baby. In uh, uh, what was labelled as Wayne Venice's 900th game, you know, uh, maybe it wasn't his 900th game. He actually missed two games from COVID that may have been counted, so we won't get by to games in two weeks as well. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Peter, Peter Valandi's doing beautifully. Just, just tries to just buy a bit more time. Oh, but don't worry. We're having, all his time is focused on uh, let's get him week one to Vegas, so... Um, everyone, it's very hard to unite the NRL, but uh, getting to Vegas for round one will certainly do that. So everyone's behind that one. Uh, probably the most impressive performance of the week: the Bunnies absolutely smoked the Storm, twenty-eight twelve. Uh, score one probably flattering to Melbourne in the end. Uh, Tigers uh, with the Dragons eighteen sixteen in a game you'd never want to watch again. Uh, Cowboys huge upset again, uh, double-digit favourite again. The Chooks twenty to six led uh, eighteen at one stage. It was an absolute rout. Uh, Cowboys been pretty poor, so it was a you know, maybe a season-defining win there. And question marks would be asked at Roosters and been in the news for all the wrong reasons this week. And the Titans Bills Titans twenty six held on to beat Parramatta twenty four. Another big upset there, and Parramatta. Uh, really struggling, and now have Mitchell Bozes out on the 11 day sit down rule after getting a grave on concussion. That's not going to help them as we look at the round 10 stats. Uh, four of eight favourites at 50%, covered the line only at the 38%. Uh, the over total also three from eight, and the uh, the home win because of Magic Round two from two. Uh, as we look at the NRL stats, the one that sort of jumps out at us there, top rope, is probably uh, covering the total only at 40%. Uh, and favourites in the home team dominating again. Yeah, it's uh, a bad year to be betting minuses. I made the big mistake last week of backing a few minuses, and uh, they all went down. So, uh, look, usually the, the default position is to be on the underdog, and I'm where you want to be, and even this time of year you want to be wrong with the dog. As we look at the global sports wrap for the week for topsport.com.au, the Byron Nelson Championship, uh, have we got a tip from you there, Top Rope? Scotty Schiffler, uh, the favourite at uh, $4.50, seems uh, awfully short in a... Uh, in a four-round golf tournament, yeah, couldn't have the couldn't have uh, Chef work four fifty. Uh, I've got a few down for me. The uh, two best results probably uh, Taylor Montgomery and Maverick McNeely. Uh, those are the one top close top of the market. Probably uh, Tyrrell Hatton as well. As we look at the uh, NBA playoffs at topsport.com.au, the Denver Nuggets, uh, Nikola Jokic uh, and Jamal Murray leading the way there. The Nuggets at three fifty. Seven, the Joel MB, uh, James Harden, 76ers at 4.20, the Lakers 4.40, and the Celtics at 4.60, the rest in double figures. Uh, any tip from uh, from you guys there? I know, MG, you like the, the Phoenix Suns. They're sort of drifting. Yeah, they're struggling. Yeah. A lot of good series going on. It's um, yeah, running deep pretty here, so it's been wide open. And, uh, yeah, um, new favourites, the Nuggets now. So, yeah, it's wide open. Beautiful. As our NHL uh, playoffs, the Stanley Cup continues as well. The Carolina Hurricanes now favourite at $3.80, but it's a wide open affair mm-hmm. there. Uh, and the Rome Masters continues this week. The Madrid Masters was last week, so hopefully the, the women can get the microphone and uh, get the uh, coverage they deserve. There's been a little bit of press on the ATP uh, tour about that, but uh, that's for another day. And right now it's time for Thursday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. 
betwithtopsport.com.au as we look at the AFL Premiership prices, MG, and it's still a four-horse affair. Uh, the Magpies, Demons, Cats and Lions uh, all in uh, single figures. Yeah, I think the Premiership's uh, certainly shaking itself out now. I don't think there'll be too much movement as the year goes on. The top four have uh, put themselves a gap, and, yeah, Port and St Kilda are obviously going well. And, yeah, Carlton, who I think we potted about two weeks ago, I think they got into 10 or $11 or something, Carlton. So, yeah, it's shaking itself out, and I think uh, most of the action's around the top four, and it'll be uh, most, of, most of the year going into the finals. I don't think the Crows can win it, but I think they're better than the $21. But, um, yeah, I don't think they can win it, but they're, they're going yeah. pretty well. Uh, as we look at the uh, AFL stings for round eight, not a bad round for MG. You might have to go down the ball a bit more often. Uh, five from seven, 20 units bets, uh, plus 6.69, and the POT plus 33 and 33.5%. Uh, and the season tally just keeps rolling along, 33 and 19, 129 units bets for a result of plus 22.77 and the POT is 17.65. Going right there, MG. Yeah, not sure the liver would handle uh, back-to-back weeks at the Bull. Tough place to uh, survive down there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a good week. Um, two weeks in a row now we've uh, put together solid weeks. And, uh, yeah, the, the uh, we got lucky on what one of the totals got over late-ish and uh, – yeah, the two uh, two losses at the line. We were both in port. Uh, we're ahead of the count with about five minutes to go, and um, and the Melbourne were uh, a goal either way uh, until late as well. So yeah, getting good uh, good sights for our money and uh, beating the market in mo- most of these bets. So hopefully it continues this week. A clean sheet's not too far away. If you look <laughs> at the NRL Premiership prices, the Bunnies are the firmer. They're into outright uh, favouritism now. Top rope. Up and about, uh, there will be. Yeah, the South are unquestionably playing the best football. Unfortunately, you don't win a premiership in May, but they are absolutely flying at the moment. There's no better team to watch. There's no team playing better. Uh, deserved premiership favourites at the moment. Pants on the drift, not so the Roosters are still third favourites. They are looking in all sorts at the moment. So, uh, Sharps disappointing, uh, $11, but uh, and it, it looks a race on six at the moment. The Sharps just hanging on, the Storm just hanging on. Uh, Broncos, of course, uh, their football manager, Ben Eichen, hit uh, this week as well. So, new troubles there. So, if you ask me, it's looking a little like a two-horse run at the moment. I'm the Sharks are the uh, And Tarak Sims has just moved in around the corner from me. Jesus, he's in good nick, but he, he can't play for the Storm at the moment. He can't get a game. Uh, yeah, not good enough. Not good enough. They're pretty, pretty well set uh, with their, their back row at the moment. And uh, also, he's Tarek Sims. So, it does drop a lot of balls and uh, he's not very good. So, Oh, um, well, uh, I won't say hello to him when I see him at the park next time. I'll just well, uh, give him the wide berth. Well, if you do, maybe take a football down and get him to uh, I mean, catch do, some, do, some, do some catching practice. He's <laughs> whack. As we look at the GGOA for round What's 10, bit of, a tough, bit of a tough week. <laughs> bit of a tough week, too, from eight of the old magic. Wasn't too magic for the GGOA, was it? Oh, um, it, was, yeah, it, but, was uh, real, it was real magic. But here's your money and I'll make it disappear. <laughs> Oh, the less we say of that, the better. But uh, just a reminder for the uh, GGOA and the AFL Stings uh, are available in LittleBirdie.live shop for all your uh, punting action. But uh, the GGOA will turn around this week and turn around quickly. As we look at the AFL for uh, for round number nine, the Tigers three forty, the Cats a dollar twenty nine, the Line twenty one and a half. Uh, looks a oh, looks a beauty. Uh, great game on paper. Uh, the cats are going well on the over and under one seventy point five there, but um, yeah, which way are you leading here, uh, MG? Yeah, I think uh, I think back at the MCG, I think uh, I think this line's um, on the on the large side. I actually 
give Richmond a good hope here at the uh, at the plus plus twenty one and a half back at the MCG. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they give them a chance, even though Geelong have uh, won five in a row and they've won um, three straight and, and covered also, and they've got a very good head to head record. They've won ten of their last fourteen against Richmond. Uh, yeah, I, I just think uh, Richmond big line. They started at plus twenty three and a half, had a uh, had an early play there, and it's come down a little. So um, I'm going to favour that side. And with the total, I think the total's spot on. Couldn't have a play at this stage around the one seventy. I think that's about right. And uh, yeah, we'll, um, I, th- I think Richmond are a decent play. As we look at the Panthers and the Roosters, 8 o'clock on Friday night, the Panthers at $1.48, the Roosters two sixty five. the line minus 5.5, over under 37.5. At the start of the year, this is one game you would have penciled in as a bit of a uh, bit of a cracker at top rope, but the Roosters are uh, on the nose a little bit. Yeah, it'd be a tough week for the Roosters, and uh, you know, after that, ba- that bad loss, uh, they've plenty of injuries out wide. Joseph Swaley, uh, and the news again, might be released early to go to to, to, to Union, like he's off to. Uh, for mine, though, the issue here is Penrith at home. Penrith at Blue Bit Stadium covered 20 of 29, but the market never quite gets a rise on leaders. Covered six of their last nine. They're a single digit favourite there. 19 of 26 at nine and a half. They're just to every box at the moment. They've won six straight against the Roosters. The last four on six. I'll be laying the small minus in this one. Ooh, beautiful. We like uh, we like hearing that from the top rope as we look at the Carlton and the Western Bulldogs. And are you? Keen on someone here, uh, MG. The Blues are dollar eighty-seven. The Bulldogs are dollar eighty-seven. The line is flat, and the over/under one sixty-five point five. I know you're very bullish. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game here. Eighth v seventh on the ladder uh, Saturday night, so they should get a uh, a good crowd. And I just think these sides are going in opposite direction. As I said, I'm not a fan of Carlton. Um, I just think they're they're overrated. Uh, They'll stand up in the market here, so there's no need to rush in. Carlton did start slight favourite at one. Some bookies do have Bulldogs now favourite at one, but it's around the pick'em. Um, Carlton have lost uh, three out of their last four, and the Bulldogs have won three straight and also five of their last six. So I just think there's different form lines going in here, and I just think uh, Newman out, Trelaw out, kind of evens itself. Oh, sorry, Newman's, Newman's back in. Newman's sorry. In. So the Bulldogs do lose Trelaw, which will hurt, um, and I, I just think. I just think the Bulldogs are going better, and mm. I think uh, yeah. The, the the concern for me is that the two twin towers for Carlton have beaten up in the Bulldogs recently, um, but now they've got Liam Jones. It kind of balances it out for me. So I think they'll win around the middle and get the job done. But I don't think this will be a uh, high scoring affair by any stretch. The Bulldogs are three and zero for the unders this this year at the Dome, and I just think uh, the one sixty six one sixty seven that they opened was too high, and I think the total will. Trend of the under, so Bulldogs and under for me in this Ooh, game. Beautiful. We'd like to like to hear that. Would have got it earlier in AFL Stings if you got that package as well. So uh, good to hear there, MG. As we look at the Raiders and the Eels, uh, this will be a nice, chilly affair uh, at the nation's <laughs> capital on Saturday evening. Uh, the Raiders $1.66, the Eels two twenty two, and the line minus 2.5 over under 43.5. Uh, what's doing in this one, Top Rope? Real tough going to handicap from a side point of view. Uh, probably coming to this thinking that the Eels might be a bet here. They've won five of the last six against the Raiders, but no Mitchell Moses. They've covered one of the last five without Moses. But the Raiders, they are all fours a favourite. 15 and 31 against the Spurs, a favourite. 15 and 30 against the Spurs, a win. No side play in this one, but I am going to be betting the overs. The last two Raiders games have tallied 61 plus. 
The over is 23 and 11 when the yields are off a loss. 17 and 8 are not conceding 26 plus. Uh, 4 and 1, the last five meetings have gone over the total. So, uh, yeah, my thing over in this one. I, I get aroused when you start talking stats. It really gets the, uh, the hairs on the neck standing up and fantastic analysis yet again. As we look at probably the match of the round, this one, uh, Crows $1.65, the Saints two sixteen, the line minus 6.5, over under 161.5. That's the early Mother's Day clash in Adelaide. Oh, the Saints will be up and about. Max King is playing. You've heard it here first. He's in. You've delivered it first, have you? Yeah. It's already my notes not yep. written down. He's as back. One. Yeah, I think that's a swinger for me. I, I think uh, I, I think the market's a little wrong here. I've got them much closer mm-hmm. together. I like the Saints plus six and a half. I think they're uh, a good bet. Like the way um, Lions coaching, St Kilda seem to have adjusted to many injuries out, and yeah, King will make a big difference on the back of also Adelaide losing Murray uh, down in defence. He misses through concussion as well. So, um, yeah, they're – the away team here, um, head-to-head, have also won five out of the last six between the two teams, so there'll be no fear for St Kilda going over to Adelaide. Um, I, I, you know, they're six and two this year, third on the ladder. Um, you know, this game will be brought down the mud, which Adelaide don't like as well. It'll be a low-scoring affair. Adelaide like it out and going, free-flowing kind of game. St Kilda just don't play that way this year. They're averaging 140 points per game in their in their totals. So. I'm uh, pretty keen on the under. We bet that earlier. They put up 166, 165. It's already down to 161. Pretty sure this total will start in the high 150s, and I think it'll still go under. St Kilda just drag, especially in the second half. They really, they really just you know make it a defensive game. They get in front early. Their first quarter has been pretty good. So yeah, Adelaide will need to get off to a fast start. They do have a good record. They've won 11 of the last 13 against St Kilda, um, but I, yeah, I think the Saints are the value here and. Dead keen on the under. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Another Ross Lyon Dower affair. That's what we like at AFL headquarters. That's what we like. Uh, the sea Eagles and the Sharks uh, Sunday afternoon at Four Pines Homophobic Park. Uh, it's the Sea Eagles 255, the Sharks 150, the line four and a half, the over under 45.5. What's doing here? It's up, right? Let's hope no one gets booed then. Otherwise, there'll be all kinds of accusations being made. Uh, yeah, yeah, interesting game. Uh, the Sharks have a pretty horrid record at uh, Brookvale. Uh, I've won just one of the last eight. Uh, manly, though, they're in all sorts. Like they are, yeah, they are <laughs> playing some very bad rugby league. They've got a five open, it's too fat. You can't get a run. Got a fitness test status every will play, but not ideal to be 11 rounds into the season and be too fat. Coach is lying uh, <laughs> about whether he's not, not playing because he's too fat. Uh, going in stark contradiction to the to the captain who said he's not playing because he's too fat. Uh, they've got Tom Trapoy, which is clearly playing to prove that his body's up to it, even though it clearly isn't up to it. So a few worries of Manly. Um, they've also a team that does not bounce back well, come to 13 of 32 for double-digit loss. Uh, few things like with the Sharks here, they've come to 16 of 23 daytime games, 13 of 22 for double-digit loss, so they bounce back well here. So uh, right in the minus here, but the best bet here is the over- uh, weather dependent, uh, it could be a rain around, so I won't be in this till late, but uh, I was hitting six of the last eight between these two, 44 plus in the last five. The over is 25 and 12 when Manly off conceded 36 plus, 8, 10 and 9 when they're at Brookvale, 15 and 7 when the Sharks are off a double digit loss. So everything was up for a big over game. Oh, plenty of stats there, which is good for the listeners. We whip through the rest of round number 11 in the NRL. Uh, Beauty kicks off tonight here in Melbourne. It's the Storm $1.67, the Broncos two twenty, 
The line minus two and a half over under 41.5. Yeah, you won't find a price about uh, the Storm always at home very often, so jumping into the Storm here. Uh, tremendous record against uh, the Broncos, won 12 straight, uh, won 34 of the last 40, or 40 plus in five of the last six. Got to be with the Storms. Uh, Bulldogs and the Warriors is the early Friday night game. The Bulldogs a dollar ninety six. The Warriors at one eighty four. The line at one point five over under forty one point five. Plenty of injuries at the Bulldogs. What is happening there, top right? Yeah, plenty of injuries, but uh, the Fox is back. Uh, pretty important for a winger. Uh, they double their win percentage over the last year when when Fox was playing. So versus when he's not playing. So uh, pretty important. Uh, Lean towards the dogs. He couldn't bet with any confidence. Uh, be missing four quite a bit, but. Uh, uh, Fancy their better value than the Warriors is favour on the road, but uh, best bet probably the under in this one. Uh, under's nine or four in the Bulldogs are an underdog. Nine or five in the Warriors are a favourite. Call an under in three of the last four minutes. As we look at the Rabbitohs, a dollar sixteen against the Tigers, five twenty-five. The line minus fifteen and a half over under forty-four point five. Uh, tremendous bet the bunnies here. Uh, the Tigers got a pretty good resting record against them. Come four or five, they've won their last two, but conditions just lining up for the bunnies. Uh, Daytime footy. They've covered 10 in the last 15 of the day, and they call They've covered 18 at 30. I really like South. Well, South, Cody, Campbell, Graham, Trell, too many weapons for the Tigers. Beautiful. Keep talking, top rope. Keep talking. <laughs> That's fine, though, but I only charge four ninety nine a minute for that kind of content. <laughs> That's cheap from what I'm used to. <laughs> So North Queensland Cowboys at all of 47 at the St. George Laura Dragons, 270 the line, minus six and a half, over under 41.5. Which way are you leaning? Uh, tough game. Uh, I'm backing the, the Cowboys certainly plus here. Look, one of those guys, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they won and won well, or they'll beat, have mixed in four that much. But I think the Bay is probably going to be the third ever plus in this one. But yeah, not a lot of confidence. The Knights $1.80, the Titans $2, the line minus 1.5, over under 45.5. That's two o'clock on Mother's Day. Yeah, uh, interesting. Let's flip the last eight down the middle. But the last four of your Newcastle Knights have won. They scored 30 plus in each. Laying the Knights here, not a lot of confidence, but uh, definitely a bet. The over uh, looks like good conditions. Uh, three of the last four of top 50 plus big over spots for, for both of them. So uh, need a real low tackling out of it, so that helps. As we look at the AFL round nine action, no one is watching this one. It's the Eagles 340, the Gold Coast Suns $1.29, the line 20 and a half over under 174.5. They're hiding this at 8.40 on a Friday night. Yeah, they've done a good job to hide it. Uh, unfortunately, I have to stay back. I'm late, but... Uh... Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I couldn't get involved in this one. The, the uh, my models kind of spit out that West Coast are the, are the value. Um, there's plus twenty one and a half around, but yeah, it's a tough game to invest. I think there's better games to invest your money in. But uh, yeah, West Coast have won nine of the last ten uh, head to head against the two, um, but they've lost six in a row and they've lost twenty four of their last twenty six matches. West Coast, so I'm hard pressed to build a too strong a case. Uh, I think the total's about right, but I'll be shading to the unders just because it's a night match over there, but. If West Coast don't turn up, it could be Witch's hat. So, Mate, if Gold Coast don't win this, Jesus. Yeah, not a game I'm at, I want to get involved in, OB. Nah, Sydney and the Dockers at the SCG on Saturday afternoon. The Swans $1.29, the Dockers $3.40, the line minus 21.5, over under 166.5. The Dockers look like they're coming, they're, they're getting better, and the Swans are going the other way. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't, I can't quite comprehend how the market's kind of come out so strong for Sydney here. Um, yeah, even though they're both on uh, three and five, it is eleventh v twelve. Um, Sydney have lost three straight and lost five of their last six. Uh, I know Frio's got no form either, but 
Uh, I think that's a big line going uh, to the SCG. I think that might be a, a, a tight-ish affair. And I think, yeah, given three and a half goals is uh, is the way to go, even though Sydney have covered 10, 10 of their last 15 uh, against them head-to-head. I just think with the, the low average total, um, nine, nine of the last 15 have been unders with an average uh, scoring total of over 149. So I don't think there'll be too many points in this game, which uh, makes the, uh, the strong play for Frio here at the plus. North Melbourne versus Port Adelaide down in Hobart. The Kangaroos four sixty. The Power a dollar eighteen. The Line thirty point five. Over under one sixty seven point five. And booing Jason Horn Francis a dollar oh one. Yeah, I think the market's about right here. I don't really have an edge in it. I think it's hard to come into the Kangaroos. These two sides going in completely different directions for mine. Um, Kangaroos are only one two for the year. Port have won six, so they're on opposites there. Kangaroos have now lost six in a row, and four of those by thirty uh, or more points. So their form line's not going well, and Port have won five straight. So very hard to make a case for the Kangaroos. Uh, but going down to Hobart, where they do play a bit better, a tough road trip for Port, 30 and a half. I will say the Port do love to beat the week traditionally, so they might eat 30 and a half. So it could, could go completely the other way, and they could put uh, 60 to 100 points. But the weather looks like being fine. So, um, yeah, for that reason, I, I think I'd shade the overs if I was going to play and probably stay out of the line. Uh, Hawthorne and Melbourne uh, Saturday twilight at the MCG. The Hawks seven dollars. The Demons a dollar oh eight. Line forty one point five over under one seventy one point five. Yeah, keen on Melbourne here. Not it's, all, it's always hard to come into these really big lines, yeah. but I just think the AFL this year with these top four sides playing the bottom couple of sides. I just think you know if the weather's going to be fine. Uh, I just think there's potential for blowout here. Hawthorne have only won one game for the year. Lost five straight. Melbourne have won six. Won three in a three in a row. Um, Melbourne head-to-head have won six straight against the Hawks and covered four or six. So that's enough for me. I think this line, like Melbourne, I think two weeks ago where I think they opened around the 40-41, finished about 49. I think this is a similar pattern game. Um, Hawthorne have just got no offence. Melbourne average uh, 107 to Hawthorne 61. So I just think there's a fair gap. Hawthorne have gone to the MCG twice this year. They've been belted by Essendon by 10 goals. Then when played Geelong, got belted by 82 points. So Melbourne's enough for me. I think uh, if you wanted to play the total, I'd shade the over, but I think Melbourne minus is a much better bet. Brisbane-Essendon looks a great game. The Bombers beat them last year at the Gabba. Uh, the Lions $1.22, the Bombers $4, the Lion minus 25.5, over under 184.5. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, good game. I think the market's spot on um, with with the, the betting and the line. I, I couldn't shade either side. I think Essendon were very good against Port Adelaide last week. They uh, have lost three in a row now, but they have been playing all the top sides. This is no different. Going to Brisbane, the concern here for me, why I couldn't tip Essendon at the line, is they're off a six-day break and a travel. Going into Brisbane's not ideal with Brisbane off a eight-day break. Uh, Brisbane playing at the Gabba this year, a 3-0. They've been pretty dominant, all above 21 points. So for that matter, I'm going to stay out of it. Um, I'm going to watch the total as a go. I haven't played this total yet. I'm surprised it's in the 180s. Um, there was a difference of opinions of about 10 points with the bookies when they first posted. Um, just Punters have got to remember when the games are in Brisbane this year, um, the due factor is heavy. Um, there is a chance of showers or two, but this game being at night, I'm pretty keen if this total keeps going up. On paper, it looks like it might be north of 200 in terms of what they average, but Brisbane night, especially as uh, the game goes on, the heavily due, I-, I might be keen to play the under as the game goes on, so there might be a late play in this one. Okay, and the Giants and the Magpies uh, at the MCG on Saturday, Sunday afternoon, the Magpies at all 13, the Giants 550, the line minus 33.5, over under 169.5.
Yeah, good game. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I think this will be a good game. Collingwood are obviously on a roll. They're top of the ladder, seven and one. They've won four straight. GWS, are, they're going okay. They're four and four. They're not going too bad. Been very competitive this year. Um, head to head against Collingwood, they've won four out of the last five and they've covered all, all five of those games. So they've been very competitive. I think this line's too big. I'm, uh, I think it's a play that the Giants plus 34 and a half. I think uh, the total's a bit too high in this game as a result of the line also. So, um, you know, there's an interesting stat here that Collingwood, um, 14 of their last 16 at the G have all landed in 1 to 39. So I think for that reason, I think the Giants have uh, been very competitive, plus 34 and a half. Collingwood have played a few big games in a row. Uh, they do keep winning, but I, I think uh, this will be a lot closer than most people expect, and I think it's a good bet at the plus. Yeah, I think Adam Kingsley might pull something out of that out of the uh, bag for this one. But uh, thank you, Top Rope. You can remind that pun, uh, punters can locate the GGOA for $33 a week in the little bitty dot live shop for your your NRL betting action. Uh, as always, it's uh, great to hear you. Uh, great to hear those stats, and great to hear you talking up those South Sydney Rabbitohs as well. Top Rope. Bunnies up and about. Dolphins up and about. Your time of year, bud. That's right. That's right. I just need the Sacramento Kings to come good at some stage around this time of year, and I'll be very happy. I've got to say, you've got your sporting priorities in there in order there, I bet. That's right. Well, the Hawks are going really badly, so we'll stay out of that. That makes things a bit easier anyway. But uh, MG, a reminder, AFL Stings are available for $25 a week in the Little Bitty Live shop uh, for all your AFL betting action. Crazy if you're not following it. Absolutely. They're on for all their top right needs to lift. But that's okay. We'll get him uh, We'll get him up and going again. That's a wrap for this week's Thursday Lions. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow at LittleBirdieTV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. Punt.